Hi, I'm Hans. And I'm Laura. And we love to go to the movies, whether it's in our living room or at a theater. And one thing we like almost as much as watching movies is talking about them. So grab a cocktail. And let's go to the movies. Hi, movie fans. This week we watched the 2022 film, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, starring Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. This movie was essentially a mockumentary following a disgraced Atlanta pastor of a megachurch and his attempt to um, regain his former prominence and glory along with his wife, the first lady of the congregation. Alternately, it was about the first lady of the megachurch who was assisting her husband, who was the pastor of the church, make an attempt to rehabilitate his image. I think that pretty well sums it up. Hans, what kind of ratings would you give this film? Okay, Laura, I'm going to be maybe surprising here because I think that normally my ratings trend in a particular direction, but I'm going to give this a 3.5 for quality and a 3.3 for enjoyability. That might be an all-time low in the history of our ratings. Interesting. I am was going to give it a 3.6 in terms of enjoyability and a 3.7 in terms of quality. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm very curious to find out a little bit about why you rated it the way that you did. So Hans, do tell us more about your historically low ratings. Well, I suppose, Laura, that what it comes down to is the fact that I really did not enjoy this movie very much, and I'm not really sure why it was made into a feature-length film. Apparently, it got its start as a short, um, and maybe as a short, it was clever and unique enough, but I feel that as a, a, a full-length movie... Uh, it, it just it just lacked. It lacked and lacked and lacked. I thought that the saving grace of the movie, <laughs> pun intended, um, of the movie was the acting. Um, uh, Regina Hall, I thought, was, was, was good. And I thought that Sterling K. Brown was good as well. I thought that they were both good in their roles. I enjoyed watching them as characters. Uh, but but they were essentially the only characters in the movie, um, and uh, I felt that it just it was just lacking. It, it it did not draw me in. It did not make me interested, particularly in the characters and their situation, or even in the entire sort of atmosphere of the movie. Yeah, I would agree with you. I really felt like this movie was sort of a one-trick pony. It presented this premise, which could have, should have been either interesting or dark or funny or something, and it just kind of fell flat. Um, yeah. I do agree with you that the acting was good, and I also agree with you that it was lacking characters. I mean, 
yeah. for a mockumentary, you could have had lots of other people sure. have talking heads, have interviews, you know, you could have right. even, you know, the five congregation members or, you know, there just could have been more there. There could have been more from just yeah. the general public. Yeah. I don't know. They could could have brought humor. Um, but I just, I didn't think it was quite enough. I think it relied really heavily on a story, which ultimately wasn't very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think at the end, there was sort of an attempt, like, you know, you sort of hinted at this in the beginning to sort of make this, more about the first lady and sort of like her journey, but I don't think they went far enough. Yeah. And the story just never came full circle for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really agree with, with, with all of that. And I don't think it's a fault for the acting. I just don't think that there was enough, there was enough to this. Substance. There wasn't enough, enough substance here. Yeah. There, there really wasn't. Uh, we, we've watched, um, we watched another movie in the recent past, which is also about a, a disgraced pastor, and that was um, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And I wasn't a huge fan of that movie either, but, um, but, but I thought that that movie had a whole lot more to it <laughs> than this did. Um, and the fact that, that that movie was based on sort of real events, and this one was presumably... Um, you know, simply, uh, you know, simply fictitious. Well, I, I don't think that that really means anything because it's fictitious. You can do whatever you want to with it, <laughs> including make it more interesting. Well, you know, I think the thing <laughs> bringing up the the movie about Tammy Faye is interesting. The eyes of Tammy Faye, because I, I think actually this is brought to the forefront of my mind. Perhaps one of the problems of the movie, which is that in a movie like this. I think that as if you're going to portray characters that are going to be unsavory, then you either need the audience, you either need to make a very complex film. Right. Or you need to make the, the audience should one either hate the characters mm -hmm. or feel a little sorry for them or else you've got to make a really complicated movie where you right. can walk away just scratching your head in some new and profound way right because you were talking about the eyes of tammy faye and there was a little bit you know of a villain in that story and i think that as an audience it, that was sort of like easy to latch on to as entertaining and i'll give a counterpoint to that and this came to my mind probably because this is also a mockumentary, but in those early seasons of The Office, you have Steve Carell's character, Michael, mm -hmm. yeah. who is not, who is a very unsavory character, but he has, he sort of has a heart and you feel sorry for him because right. he, he wants to be loved, you mm -hmm. know? Yes. And so you, you, as an audience, if you're going to create, uh, as a filmmaker, if you're going to create this unsavory character, you want your audience to feel in some way about them. And I yeah. could have just taken or leave these characters. I feel absolutely nothing about them. Yeah. It's a real, it's, it's, it's a real problem. I, I just, there, there just wasn't, wasn't enough there. There, there just wasn't enough, enough to this movie. Um, 
and and I, I I really agree with with you about that. And I, I feel bad for the actors in some ways because I think that they they deserve better. <laughs> I believe they um, were both involved in producing the film. Okay. So okay. Well, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe they maybe they brought this on themselves, right? Um, you, you know, I I feel I, I this movie this movie seemed to get some 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 pretty good reviews from you know from 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 a, a number of critics and, and, you know, it's, it's described, I, I go back to my, my issues with, with the descriptions of the, the genre of a film. And, you know, this has been described as being a satirical comedy. And, you know, I've got to say that in a classic sense, perhaps it was a comedy, but I mean, it seems like just as much of a tragedy in a tragic sense to me than anything. In fact, I would actually argue the opposite of what I just said, which is that I think classically it's a tragedy and in terms of a modern sense of a comedy, as in something one would laugh at, um, I don't think that this was a comedy at all. Satirical? I don't know. I didn't really get the satire here. No. I didn't get. I didn't see satire. I just saw it as being a straight up depiction of this situation, which is played out many times. In right. Reality. Exactly. I, was, I didn't see the satire. I was going to say the same thing, which is that I mean, there were a couple moments in the beginning where there was a sense that they that the characters were being over the top to sort of get a little bit of a chuckle or maybe to sort of introduce the idea of this was a satire. But as the film went on, nothing about it felt satirical to me. No, no. It just reminded me that there's many, many terrible people in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Can I raise another point, Hans? Yeah, please. I was kind of confused by the whole mockumentary format. No, I disliked it so much. It wasn't clear to me if everything we were watching was being filmed by the documentary crew or if sometimes things were being filmed by the documentary crew and other times we were just like, you know, this omnipresent sort of audience watching things play out. And I found that to be very confusing. I found it to be sloppy. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. And They could have made that work where there's a documentary crew there for half the scenes and half of them not or something like that. I don't know, but this was too ambiguous as to what was going on. I don't think it worked. No, I mean, like there were times when the fourth wall was broken and then there were times when it wasn't. And so it just, it didn't really play out for me. And I think I spent a lot of the film trying to understand what was going on and like, you know, sort of getting caught up in this detail. And here's something I've got to say about that too, Laura. I think that the whole mockumentary thing is pretty played out at this point, unless you bring something really fresh to it. Now, mind you, it's been done really well in the past is, and that's the thing is, you know, this was at one point in time a really, you know, a really fresh idea. You know, you have the like the Christopher Guest movies, I suppose. Yeah. And, you know, certainly you have The Office, which kind of, you know, brought it mainstream in, a, in another way. And, 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 and those were done, you know, those, those I think have brought something new to it and in some way sort of, sort of created this idea. But at this point, to do an entire movie that's based as a, a mockumentary, man, you better bring something fresh to the table here. And I don't think it brought anything fresh. I felt like it was a crutch. I felt like it was the easiest way to tell a story. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like, I, I just, I, it's like, I, I think, I, I think it, yeah. Right, because it, the, here's the other thing, too, is like, we saw many 
moments where these people clearly weren't at their best, but it didn't seem like that was happening because there was some sort of spy shot. It seemed like they were almost always aware that they were on camera and this is still the version of themselves that they sort of presented. And I think it sort of hinted that maybe they didn't understand entirely that they, they weren't going to have say in the editing or that, you know, that the, the, the film was like rolling all the time instead of like only in moments when they wanted it to, right. but it just wasn't enough. It just, it just didn't, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It was sloppy between the parts that were the mockumentary, which was most of the film and those, occasional scenes that weren't the it it it, it really I, I just don't think i don't think it worked right right yes because actually we know it wasn't all mockumentary or you know documentary filmmaking because we saw the the two main characters in bed together and yeah. it's there was no ca- there were there, there would was, not have been would not have right. been a camera crew so right. it just but it wasn't clear when that sort of happened yeah. when when they were being filmed and they could have easily handled that with a filter, like whenever the mockumentary. You, there's all sorts of ways yeah. they could have done it. I mean, the idea of having a, having a film crew as part of the movie wouldn't have been a problem. And you could have had some, some scenes that were through the eyes of the, of the film crew. That would be fine. But, but um, you know, we, we needed, we did it more beyond that. That that's not enough in and of itself. No. Um, you know, I would say that there is one one scene that I liked from this movie. <laughs> I thought it was maybe the, the 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 only scene that really showed me much about the characters, and that was a scene when they were um, they were singing the uh, the rap song together in the um, in their their totally outrageous SUV that mm-hmm. that they owned. I liked that scene. Uh, I thought that sort of showed the characters in a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I that's think, not saying much if there is one scene when they were both you know performing a song and and that was my uh you know that was my my high point of the film right there but that's actually a very interesting scene and i think this speaks to to sort of the problems of the film is this was a scene in which i believe the characters were just being themselves yeah, and not right. acting for the camera right 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 so we actually got to see a sense of who they were and what their relationship right. was about and that was you know the as you pointed out one of the few interesting scenes in the film yeah we needed more of that yep yep so you know i i suppose that if you know i i mean uh, why would you want to watch this movie i'm thinking to myself for the for the listening public answer is i don't know why you'd want to watch this movie i suppose that if you have a background in um, certain mega church cultures, perhaps you would have a interest in watching how things could go wrong. Or I, I, I don't know why yeah, you would I have just, an in, why just, why such a person would have just, an interest in I, watching this movie. And I don't know why those who who don't have a background in this culture would would have an interest I'm in watching stop this. Stop you. Film. Okay. Just don't watch it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's pretty much what I'm trying to say, Laura. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for uh, helping me get to the bottom line. Good. Anytime. Until next time, movie fans. We'll see you at the movies. Just not this one.
is entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their thoughts. Everybody's entitled to their opinion.